Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We thank God for this is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas to each of you. We pray that as we come into your homes and if you're traveling over the highways in your automobiles, that you would be encouraged by the word of God. We thank God for this is the day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for this Advent season. You know, we celebrate the, the, the four Sundays out of the month in anticipation of the coming of Jesus's birth, which we know happened many years ago. In fact, 735 years before Christ, it was prophesied in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. And it reads as follows. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, Emmanuel means God with us. So today, wherever you are and you're listening to me and you feel like you're all alone, just know Emmanuel, God is with you. He is with me. I, I dare not mention the fact that my husband is not here with me. He's in heaven, and this is our first Christmas without him. But God is good. He's faithful. And we can trust in him. So I just thank God uh, on this morning, or whether you're listening this evening, for this day being a day celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, knowing he's no longer a babe in the manger because he grew up and he waxed strong and then he gave his life. No one took his life, but he gave his life for us. He died that we might live. He became poor that we can become rich. And because of his death and his burial, you know, if he had not been born, this I mean, this is an awesome day. Because had he not been born, we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't have the ability to, to, oh, if he had not been born, we would not have the ability to say that we are born again. But thank God he was born, but then he was crucified, but he was resurrected. Now, even though the resurrection is powerful, but just think about the fact, had he not been born, 
and here was prophesied all those many years ago, 735 years before, before Christ, this was prophesied, and it came to fruition. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So today, I'm going to be reading the Christmas story. And we've heard it before many times. But I will be reading it from chapter Luke, chapter 2 of Luke. And before I go into the reading of that scripture, I just would like to pray. And we're going to be lifting up those who are hurting today, those that are lonely, those that feel like they don't have any hope. You know, I, I just don't see how people can make it without the Lord. You know, so we're just going to uh, pray and ask the Lord to bless uh, people everywhere and to continue to bless those that were uh, in the tornado where they lost all of their properties, everything. But many of them did not lose their lives. You can always rebuild. It's not always an easy situation. And we are lifting up those that lost loved ones. Those that lost their homes. You know, right at a, a Christmas season, a holiday season, where uh, people are always excited and looking forward to celebration of Christmas. Even though we know the world many times celebrate not the birth and they don't celebrate as Christians do. But we thank God for the opportunity that we can celebrate. The Advent season is just, uh, it's, it's, it's just exciting for us because we are looking forward because we don't have to wait until Christmas for the excitement. We are excited every day because when he makes a new day for us, hallelujah, it's a day to rejoice and to magnify the Lord. So, Father God, I ask, O oh God, that you would forgive me for anything that I might have said or done that would hinder this prayer. Lord, I'm standing in the gap for people all over the world, those that are hurting, those that have lost loved ones, those that have lost their homes and everything that they owned, except for the clothes that are on their backs. Lord, we're asking that you would be the uh, lifter up of their heads, the healer of their countenance. Lord, let them know in spite of what it looks like, you're good, you're faithful, and you will take care of them. So Lord, tonight we are praying for those that are alone celebrating Christmas. They don't have family, you know, they don't have anyone but Lord, they have you. Because as Isaiah prophesied, you know, that uh, uh, about the virgin birth and that his name would be called Emmanuel. And the word Emmanuel means God with us. So Lord, we know that in spite of what it looks like, you're with us. You promised never to leave us, nor to forsake us. And Lord, we thank you for this Christmas season that we can reflect on your birth. Had you not been born, you would not have had to go through the, through, uh, the crucifixion, 
and then be raised from the dead. So God, we thank you for your birth, your birth, your birth. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for your master plan of redemption. Oh, you knew that we were going to need help because we were a people most miserable and we were going to need help. So we thank God that you loved us while we were yet sinners. You sent your son and he was born through a virgin woman, Mary, a woman that would be highly favored for life. So God, we thank you for this day. And we are praying that those that are listening to us, in spite of their circumstances, that they can be grateful and thankful, that they can celebrate your birth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So I'm going to start reading uh, the Christmas story. And I'll be reading from chapter 2 of Luke. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And the taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed. Every one into his own city. And Joseph also went from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his expouse wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped it in, sw wrapped in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. He shall, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly 
there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men and it came to pass as the angels were going away from them into the heaven the shepherds said one to another let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass which the Lord hath known unto us and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger and when they had seen it they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child and all they that heard it wondered at these things which were told them by the shepherds but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child his name was called Jesus which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb so as we read this Christian, I mean, this, as we read the, the story of Jesus' birth, you know, when we see that there, there were no room for him at the end, and even today, there's no room for him in the lives of so many people. Some could care less about him. Many don't even believe in him. And there are people that, you know, have no room. They, they have no room for him. And then when you go and, and you see how the shepherds, how they spread the news abroad, you know, and we often talk about the first, you know, uh, woman that spread the gospel, gospel was Mary. But if you look into that verse, uh, I think it is verse 17, and when they seen it, they made known abroad the saying, which was told them concerning this child and all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds so actually the shepherds were the first witnesses they witnessed abroad about what they had witnessed and so we thank god that we are to witness to others about Jesus, even though they might not receive it. They might, you know, reject what you are sharing with them. But know this, that they are not rejecting you. They are rejecting Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He was born, but he didn't remain in the manger. He gave his life. 
At 33, 33 years old, he gave his life for mankind. So we can live. We needed so much help. So now as we go on into the story, uh, we're going to start reading the portion that Jesus is dedicated in the temple. Jesus is dedicated in the temple. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him, they brought, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Let me go back. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law in the, in the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now, Lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For my eyes <laughs> have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed, my God. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of, of Phanuel, of the tribe of Aser. She was of a great age, 
and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four score and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And the coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So as we read the story of the birth of Jesus Christ, it gives us joy to know that God loved us so much. There are people today that don't love themselves. There are people today that are not even aware that Jesus loves them. He loved us so much. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why not accept him? Why not believe the gospel? No better day to receive him than the day that we are celebrating his birth. Now, he was not born on the 25th. And some people will fight you tooth and nails of the fact or about the fact that he wasn't born. That's irrelevant. The thing that's relevant is that he was born. It doesn't matter what day, but we know that he was born. And not only was he born, he died, he was buried, and then he was resurrected. And he defeated Satan. And Satan right now is a defeated foe. Oh, he thinks he's running rampant right now because he's the prince of the air. But he is a defeated foe. And we have to remember ourselves that put Satan under our feet because of the fact that the greater one lives on the inside of us. He indwelt us. He lives on the inside of us. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I am so glad that he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own. Hallelujah. Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus, who died for us. Jesus, who rose again. Jesus, who became poor that we might become rich. Hallelujah. And so we just thank God that all we have to do is accept his finished work. Just believe in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, joy to the world. Hallelujah. Joy to the world. Hallelujah. Oh, come, let us adore him. Hallelujah. Oh, come, let us adore him. For he is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. So at this time, I would like to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. You can repeat this prayer after me. Father God, 
in the name of Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Forgive me of all of my sins. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. Lord, I thank you for saving me this day, the day that we celebrate your birth, <laughs> that thank God you were born in order to die. Because when you were born, you were born for a plan and a purpose to save mankind. And so, Lord, thank you for saving me. <laughs> If you prayed that prayer with me, please give us a call or share with one of your loved ones, share with a friend, share with your parents that you accepted Jesus. And if you want additional prayer, feel free to call us at 856-629-1764. The Bible tells us, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth, Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon his name. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. What are you saved from? You're saved from your sins, and you're saved now that, God forbid, if death were to overtake you, you are heaven-bound. So we just thank God we are rejoicing with you. The angels are. And give us a call. Don't forget to let someone know that you have given your life to the Lord. Doesn't mean that life is going to be a bed of roses, but you have to learn to trust in Jesus. It's a journey. Now you need to find a, a Bible-believing church and grow and be discipled. Oh, my God. The greatest thing you've done was to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. So tonight we leave you with Merry Christmas and also... Have a happy 
and prosperous new year. We thank God for we just believe that things are going to change. It's been very horrific these this last year coming into another year of a pandemic. But the Lord is faithful. Emmanuel is with us. Emmanuel is with you and with me. Always remember to tell someone about Jesus, for Jesus is Lord.